Hello, Cincinnati. I'm Mike Meldon, and this is your Northeast Cincy Weekly Podcast, brought to you by Gina Dubell-Smith, EXP Realty, and Stone Pillar Farm. On our last episode of the Northeast Cincy Podcast, we dove into the latest developments in Ohio's recreational marijuana legislation with State Representative Rachel Baker. Following all the buzz, quite literally, we've received numerous questions about navigating the road when your car smells like the newly legalized substance. Today, we're tackling this concern head-on with insights from a leading Cincinnati DUI defense attorney, Roger Bouchard. Join us as we unravel the legal intricacies and practical advice for a topic that might hit closer to home than you may think. And then we will hear from Nick Winnenberg of Loveland's Tree and Environment Committee to discuss being a tree city and the other initiatives that the Tree and Environment Committee are working on. Today is Monday, December 18th, 2023. Okay, yeah, so when those lights go on, the cam, the camera and the cruiser automatically goes on. So you're basically in a movie at that point in time. You're the star of that movie. So you don't want to be the star of that movie. <laughs> Your best way out of being the star of that movie is to keep your mouth shut. Um, and comply with the officer, give them, you know, your license, registration, insurance. Uh, and if there's nothing further, then it's officer of mind or arrest. If you have been drinking or smoking and you know, you know, you, you take the arrest and you have somebody bail you out, that way the officer doesn't have all this evidence. So what evidence are they going to write? They're going to say bloodshot eyes and odor. That's on every single ticket. But okay. if you get out of the car, now you have the field sobriety test, and they're going to fail you on every single one because they don't. There's a for, there's a lot of paperwork, and it's dangerous for police officers to pull people over anyway. So they're not going to walk away from this pullover empty-handed. Trust me, they're going to make sure they fail you. That's pretty broad, you know. But that's my experience, so I'm speaking from experience. Sure. Um, so so wait, with marijuana, go ahead. My one question is, before we get to the next point, is smell. Is because it is a smell that stays in the car, uh, and it, it, it could be overwhelming whether you did it yesterday, right, or a friend did it, right? Overwhelming smell. And, and and that's one of the things I think a lot of people are afraid of is what if you just have that, that smell that's in your car now every day? A lot different than alcohol, right, when it comes to that? Well, it, it is a lot different than alcohol um, because especially with it being legalized and the medical marijuana, uh, THC is the metabolite they're looking for. Okay. And it gets scientific. We're not, you know, nobody cares about that. But there are certain <laughs> levels they test for that can be, you know, challenged. But marijuana, THC, is fat-soluble. You could have smoked a month ago and test positive for metabolites on a suspected OBI in which you hadn't smoked for a month. 
Wow. And then now this officer's in your ear saying, you're going to get a year suspension if you don't comply and give us a urine sample or a blood sample. You know, so you do. Say so you do, but you were fine. Right. And then it comes back that you have metabolites. Well, if the state decides to charge you with OVI, now they have that. So wow. that is the difference between, uh, you know, alcohol and marijuana. Alcohol is water-soluble. It'll be out of your system. You know, if you're at the bar, you know, and you blow, and it's pretty accurate. You know, you got a good buzz on. But <laughs> with the marijuana, they have to do the testing. It's not perfected. Um, you know, it has gone up in states like Michigan, OVIs with marijuana. Uh, but as far as the defense attorney, how's it going to affect the defense attorneys? I think... They may, I think they may just add that on as a, uh, you know, a possibility in some cases, if they suspect it, <clears throat> just to solidify DUI. So that's another thing to worry about. Um, but yeah, uh, if you smoke, it's in your system. So if you get pulled over and they want to take a urine test or a blood test and you refuse, and they're going to come at you with that year, you know, that's an automatic year suspension. Okay. That's what they say at the time. When okay. you retain an attorney and you go to court, part of making it go away or coming to a deal is to, to get rid of that year suspension. And there will be a court suspension. So that can be one to three years if it's a first. You know, so you talk to your own attorney about that. But... Um, so you recommend do not take those tests? If you smoke, you're going to show metabolites. So they'll have something, yes. I mean, yeah. you know, they're going to have something. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, my advice, if the lights go on, you comply with the officer. Be polite. Do not do any tests. Do not say, because he's going to be like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> now, how fast you're going? Uh, I don't know, officer. Where are you coming from? No, <laughs> officer. Am I under arrest? No, I was just seeing where you were coming from. We're not getting in anything crazy like that. Am I under arrest, officer? So is it going to piss them off? Yes. Right. Is it going to take away the evidence that they need to solidify a guilty in court? Yes. Are you going to get out of the DUI? Maybe, but you have a chance. Right. You don't have right. a if you get if you get out and they're, they're going to hammer you. Yeah, and so. the scary part and that what if you haven't dealt with it though, are those ones where you haven't smoked in a week. Right. And then you go in and uh there's going to be people that are going to have to face this and pay, pay the repercussions and not, probably didn't do anything wrong that day, correct? We're going to have, have a lot a, of absolute, those. Absolutely. 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 So it's, it is scary, with it, and it's legalized now. I mean, it's not legalized to buy it, but it's legalized to have it. So right. they're saying on marijuana, the urine's 10 nanograms and the blood's 2, but they still haven't perfected those tests. So you go in and challenge the test, you have a decent chance of getting it dismissed. Um, and it depending on what county is and who your judge is, all that matters too. Because you don't know if you have uh, 
a prosecutor who had a family member who just got killed by somebody driving impaired, and they're just, you know, raw. And you're not right. So, like everything in life, everything depends, you know, on the situation at hand. But, yes, it is scary that you could have smoked last week, get pulled over, and they'll test, and they'll show positive. You know, if it's shown under the nanogram image, that's the first thing the defense attorney is going to say. He smoked last week. You know, Your Honor, we all know it stays in your but for a month because our probationers get tested. So if they just get put on probation, they're given at least a month to clear out so that they can start testing properly and it would show no THC. So it takes at least a month to get out of you. Okay, yeah, so but, uh, just on the OVIs with the marijuana, if you're not a regular user and you just smoked once, uh, it doesn't necessarily stay in your system. Um, well, it, it doesn't stay in your system as somebody who regularly uses. So if you've used once, you know, and it was just like a whatever thing, and you get pulled over a week later, uh, two weeks later, it, it, it might not be in there. Okay. If you smoke regularly, is going mm-hmm. to be in there. I don't care. What, it's it's in there. All right. So and it and you're facing the same penalties as an alcohol OVI um, on the, on these situations, which is three days uh, at the hotel doing the classes and then probably your suspension. So it was they wouldn't they'd be testing you for marijuana depending on the judge you get. Gotcha. All right. And then uh, why don't you just tell me, yeah, just wrap it up with um, uh, give me, giving people your information, how they can contact you, and there you go. So, hey, my name's Roger Bouchard. I've been practicing for 22 years. Uh, grew up in a family of law. My brother's a judge here in Hamilton County. I decided to go the crim- criminal defense attorney route because that's where my heart lies um, and making sure that nobody's cheated by the system and I specialize in, in OVIs, and now that marijuana is legal, this is something new that we have to address, and I'm all over it, and I would be the guy to call if you have any questions at all. I won't charge. You get a free consultation. Uh, my number is 513-926-4655, and uh, schedule an appointment, and we'll talk about it. Hey, Loveland, it's Emily Barblow, your local publisher of Loveland Lifestyle Magazine. Just wanted to um, remind you guys that we love covering all of the people, happenings, and things going on in our amazing town of Loveland, Ohio. So make sure to grab your latest copy. We always drop a bunch off in downtown Loveland and surrounding areas. Or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Everything from events to mini press releases, um, articles. I mean, we have so much happening here. It's We love covering all of the things happening. Um, so make sure if you're not already following us on social media, you are. And um, stay tuned for more awesome info from Loveland Lifestyle. And now let's hear from Nick from Loveland's Train Environment Committee. So I originally joined the Train Environment Committee in 2019, and we can fact check that if we need to at the end of this, but it was right after my stint at Loveland University, which is a civic engagement group through the government in Loveland, and the last meeting was basically how to get involved, and, and I 
was asked to join one or two committees. So I joined beautification and treatment environment committee since then. And it's been great. And over the last four years, we've had a lot of different progress and, and activities that kind of generated more awareness about the environment in Loveland. We have been able to break ground on a new dog park. We've been able to go through and remove a lot of invasive plants from local environments. So there's been a lot of really good progress we've seen in the Loveland community because of the Tree and Environment Committee. I think that it really has brought awareness. At the same time, we've been able to accomplish some major civic projects. I think my favorite, and I'm totally biased because of this, because I kind of helped lead this program, but we did become a Tree City USA. So I'm not sure if you do see the signs around town and all exactly that entails, but realistically what that means is we're recognized for the amount of effort that we put behind our trees, our environment, and then the facilitation of a program called Arbor Day, which is usually something like community cleanup or tree planning, education awareness, things like that. So all of these things kind of came together underneath the Tree and Environment Committee umbrella. And we've seen a whole lot of growth and a whole lot of awareness and programs. Another very fun program that we launched last year that we brought back this year and actually doubled it was the Loveland Free Tree Giveaway. So if you do live inside of Loveland proper, you are eligible for up to two trees for your homes. So all of that is is going to lead into the goal of making Loveland a more healthy and ecologically sustainable community. Yeah, I think... Uh, so what questions do you got? So like? the first year, we, I was on it the first year, we did one tree, yeah. right? One year, one tree. Mm-hmm. And that sold out so... I mean, it was gone in a day or two. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. So then you guys upped it to two trees. And I think the same amount of time. And it was unbelievably fast, right? The trees were, were, were called for. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, are you up in that yep. or are you keeping it the same for next year? It's a great question. I'm not entirely certain. It was my last legal year staying on, on the committee for that. So I don't know what's going to happen next year. I will say the response that we got was extremely positive from the community. And because of that, we've been able to take that back to the rest of the government and say, like, look at the successful program, look at what we accomplished, and look at the demand there is for this. So in my mind, as long as we continue that track, as long as we continue to, to progress, I think we're going to keep seeing it year after year. Uh, so one of your members, uh, Gina Dubell-Smith, who's uh, a supporter of this actual podcast, she's got an initiative going on right now. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so first off, she's done a lot of really cool things recently. I mean, she's been, I think she joined in 2022, and she's been a major, major player. So first off, thank you, Gina, for every, all the hard work that she put in for the Tree and Environment Committee. The initiative that she's working on right now is actually a Christmas tree decorating contest. So from the Tree and Environment Committee, we did were able to source and provide some ecologically sustainable Christmas trees. And then she worked with local artists to actually spin that up and decorate those trees. Now she's raffling off for different prizes and things like that. So it's been a very good way to actually bring in the business community and kind of connect it with the arts community that we have in Loveland. Because we have two very vibrant communities, it's been very cool to see them overlap and, and integrate with one another. Hello, it's Elise Knapschafer back with another Loveland High School Weekly Update. This week is a pretty big week. We have midterms on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And we have early release and end of the quarter as well. Additionally, on Thursday, we also have the winter dance, which this year, instead of being held in the cafeteria, is being held in the main lobby and is serving baked goods and hot chocolate that you can buy. Additionally, there is a girls basketball and boys basketball game at home this week, so make sure to be there. 
And if you have any events that you would like me to mention or show ideas that you may have, please reach out at mike at weeklypods.com. From Milford to Sims and Indian Hill to Mason, we have something truly special in this part of the world. Let's share it. Let's embrace it. Let's have a great week. Thank you for listening. With the support of On Brand Studios, this episode was recorded, produced, and engineered by myself, Mike Melvin, at The Grail, a magical place here locally like no other. And please note that the opinions expressed in the podcast do not necessarily represent the views of our sponsors or organizations.